Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entwee. We are catching up on all things Lauren and Alexi. Uh, season one, episode five, Let the Baby Moon Begin, as well as episode six, The Future is Now. So opening up uh, episode five, Lauren and Alexi are having this baby moon, right? The staycation. Um, and on their way to the hotel, Lauren's still giving all the smoke to Alex and guilt tripping him about his trip back home to Israel and how he had an adult time by himself and a good time and she was stuck with the kids. And it was super cute, you guys, because as they're driving to the hotel, uh, she has like a bag, like, you know, a, a woman's purse. She pulls out a bagel and cream cheese and starts eating it. And everyone starts laughing because she just pulled it out of nowhere. And apparently, you know, as a pregnant woman, she has a snack bag. And so anywhere they're going, there's going to be snacks. And so meanwhile... You know, her parents, the grandparents, are feeding Shy all the sugar, which I thought was hilarious. They had, he had chocolate all over his face, in his hair. And it was the one thing that they were not to give him was sugar, right? And, but they're grandparents. So grandparents are going to do what grandparents want to do. So I was about that life. So they arrive at the hotel, uh, you know, really looking to forward to some alone time together. And they talk about how you know, they stopped having sex regularly around six months into the pregnancy. And Alex is like, mm, I don't think it was six months. She's like, yeah, no, it was six months. He goes, okay, well, then we weren't having sex regularly before that either. Uh, and so I think that that also brings the question about, you know, romance and, and intimacy during pregnancy. I think it's probably different for everyone. Um, Lauren did mention in an earlier episode that she's just been so uncomfortable. So that's something that she's just not wanted to do. Um, but I'm curious for the ladies out there who have been pregnant, what's your journey been? Definitely uh, let me know in the live chat or let me know if you're watching the replay. Um, Cause that's a conversation I think that we should have. So <clears throat> another thing we learned about Alex is that Alex has obviously you guys, we've all seen it, has a crazy good body. He doesn't work out. We found out. And Lauren calls him a freak in nature because you've seen this guy. He has a six pack and Lauren says he doesn't even work out. How is that possible? I, I, genetics? Do you just, are you born with a six pack? Cause I'm trying to figure that out. I've never had a six pack in my life. <laughs> Anyways, that makes her feel a little bit self-conscious. Um, but she doesn't really compare herself to Alex. She compares herself to her old self where she was fit. And she said that she had a peach and uh you know she wants to kind of get back to that as well but i'm like girl you're pregnant enjoy it enjoy all the pregnancy stuff all the food all the things and don't worry about that you know all that you should really be thinking about is having a happy healthy baby anyways they uh unpack head down to the cabana feels like a little bit of like a real cabana because you know how Darcy and Stacy talk about cabanas all the time this was actually a real one and you know she had a little bikini but she was feeling like a beach whale um but he says you know you're beautiful he's like you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful and that's all you really want you want your husband to think you're beautiful but she feels like he's not one of those men who think pregnant women are beautiful uh and the example she get 
gave was he once said, you know, oh, wow, your dimples have dimples, but it's okay. And he says, yeah, it's okay. It's obvious that your body, you know, is going through everything. And of course it's going to change. And I'm okay with that, he said. And I was like, yeah, that's a good husband, right? She's bearing your children. Of course her body is going to change. Um, and, you know, they're, they're struggling with the fact that they're having two under two. But Alex, when they first met, fun fact, want, told her he wanted five kids. And so he wants to just keep going back to back to back to back. Um, and she's like, uh, we'll see about that, all of that. But he wants, I think he's trying to just keep going till he's got his own like half court basketball team. Meanwhile, they're getting pedicures poolside, and it's the first time he's getting a pedicure, and he's all about it. He gets black polish on his toes, and he actually really enjoyed the experience. And while they're cabana poolside, her parents sent a picture of Shy with the chocolate all over uh, his face, and Brian and Marlene are, are proud about it. They think it's hilarious. Alex, mm, not so much. She's always like, they never listen to what we say. Um, Brian, who is grandpa, talks about how he's a father of girls and he doesn't know what to do with boys and playing with shy is kind of like a new thing for him. Hey, Laurie. And so, um, he says that shy has Lauren's personality, but Alex's temper. But the thing is, I, I feel like there's a little... Je ne sais quoi between Brian and Alex. Like, obviously, they're family now, but I feel like the dad might have a little something, like just a little. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not, he usually has something bad to say about Alex, which I think is really interesting. And I don't want to say that he doesn't like Alex, but there's definitely a little bit of like a let's blame him for everything. Like how dare he leave you while you're pregnant and how dare he want to move and his way or no way, all the things. Right. And I'm like, Oh, where's that coming from? I want to know the backstory to that. Like what, why do you got a little chip on your shoulder for Alex? Anyways, um, <clears throat> Shai's running around. They're both already tired, falling asleep on the couch. Meanwhile, you know, baby shy is walking. So he's crawling and walking away. So someone's going to have to wake up real quick. Um, we go back to the hotel. Alex has ordered this huge seafood tower that had lobster and crab and had shrimp. Plus they had uh, stuffed pasta, all the things. Uh, hey, better days. Hey, she's like, agreed, Linda. Yeah, there's something definitely. There's some little chip there with Brian. I wonder if we're ever going to see that play out or if they're just going to, you know, be cordial. Anyhow, um, big seafood tower, big pasta, all the food. And Alex tells Lauren, you know, you really do have a great life. You have great children. You have a husband, all the things to be thankful for. And they start talking about, you know, their extended family and expanding family and what they're going to do. And Lauren is like, you know, I'm kind of over South Florida um, and, you know, she's open to moving. And if they move, Alex's parents will go with them, which is interesting, though, you guys, because not only is it going to be Alex's mom and dad, but his brother's coming, too. So, like, he's bringing his whole family, sponsoring his whole family over. So it should be interesting. So is the brother going to live in the house, too? 
mom's coming first, then bro dad, brother, and they're all going to be in the house. Probably. Probably. So they know that Lauren's parents are going to be upset if they move. And Lauren's like, you know, I know it's going to kill them inside, but what can they do? They've got to do what's best for their family. And what's best for their family is they want to see seasons. They want to have a backyard, all the things. So they may be moving states. Meanwhile, they it's the next day and they both had a good night's sleep. Um, there was no jiggy jiggy going on there. And Lauren says, you know, a good night's sleep is definitely better than good sex these days. And Alex is like, I don't know. Good sex would be nice. And that made me laugh because that's hilarious. Um, and so they start talking about babies again, right? And she says that Alex will be upset with her if she says, like, after these two, she's done. And he explained to her again how, listen, I told you when we first met that I wanted five kids. Then I went down to four for you. And I'm almost okay with maybe three but we'll see. So it's so interesting to you guys because um, Psychic Maria said a little something about this. So it should be interesting to see what happens over this next year. Over this next year, because I think there probably is going to be numero three coming soon. Um, so their staycation is over. Baby Moon is over. They're on the way back to pick up Shy. Uh, they usually have a contest, and I thought that this was really cute. This because now that Baby Shy is walking, they both stand and wait to see who Baby Shy walks to. So this contest, um, the winner either gets a back scratch or an ass scratch and massage. And so they get to the house. Shy is upset, sitting on Grandma's lap, and they both stand there and guess who Baby Shy goes to. He, uh, he goes to Alex and she makes the excuse. Well, he's just used to you doing that because when you come from home from work, then he walks up to you and Alex is like, nah, I'm the favorite. That That's why he does it. I'm the favorite. He's a daddy's boy. And if you see any of their social media, you can really see that, that he is a bit of a daddy's boy. And I think it's adorable. So, um, they sit down to have breakfast and, uh, they talk to her parents and they say, you know, we need a bigger place. Um, we want the kids to experience seasons and outside and South Florida may not be, you know, their forever home. And the mom, Marlene says, well, what area is you considering? And they're considering California, Arizona, the Carolinas. And the mom is like, not happy. She's like, you know, I'm not moving to another state. And I was like, well, Marilyn, this is really not about you. They didn't ask you to move. They're saying they may move. And she said, but I do want to be an active grandparent. I want to be included and active in their lives and in your lives. And so I need you to rethink this whole move situation. And then she starts kind of Debbie Downing them. Like, have you ever been to Arizona for any length of time? What about jobs? Uh, you know, Florida is a state that ha does not have income tax. Uh, she says, you know, you don't know anyone there. And so 
Lauren's like, you know, they really tried to pro-con it, but it was all just cons. Like, moving away is just not a good idea. And then they mentioned this part that I thought was super interesting. So Alex and Lauren say, oh, and by the way, you know, we filed the paperwork for his family to come over and they'll be coming to America soon and they're going to live with us. And Lauren's mom is all surprised. Her face was like deadpan. And she's like, oh, I didn't think Alex's mom would want to make the move. And I was like, oh, do I hear a little something extra in your voice there? I think I did. I think that you are not happy that there will be competing grandparents and that they'll be living at the house. Interesting. Very interesting. It's already like you're being territorial and it's like, why, why are you being territorial? There's enough grandkids to share. So, uh, Marlene goes on to say, you know, you guys need to think about your choices. And they say to camera that they would be jealous if Lauren and Alexi moved and Alex's family lived with them out of state. They would be jealous. They literally said those words. Not even, hey, I'd be upset and I'd miss them, but no, I'd be jealous. Which is interesting because, you know, Alex's parents have been abroad this whole time. I don't feel like they say, oh, we're jealous that Brian and Marlene are spending all this time with the grandkids. Like, I hope that doesn't become a thing because that's just not nice. Like, keep it about the kids. And, you know, it might be uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, it's what the nuclear family wants to do, right? And it's a, it's a beautiful to have your tribe and your village all together. But moving away doesn't mean that that they can't ever come over. And, and if the house is big enough, everyone comes stay. But here's the thing. Remember in the very beginning, very first episode, Lauren said that she has a three-hour time limit with her mom. Like she can only spend three hours at a time because she says they're so similar. So... I'm sure that's playing a factor in all of this as well. Um, so it's the next day. Lauren tells us, you know, she's been seeing a psychic since the age of 13. And way back when her psychic told her that she was going to marry someone abroad. And, you know, that did happen. So she went to see the psychic uh, to talk about the baby. Now, the funny thing is, is that Alex doesn't believe in psychics at all. He thinks it's sacrilegious. He's like, he's never heard of this. They don't have them in Israel. Um, it's just not a thing for him. And he doesn't believe in them. But Lauren really does believe. So she goes and sees this Marianne psychic. And Marianne says that baby Bolton is going to be stubborn. Um, and that the baby's coming sooner than she thinks. And uh, that's it. That's, that's all she said. So. Lauren goes back home and now she is doing like, she wants a doula, right? Do, and she mentioned it early in early episodes that she wants a doula. So she's doing doula interviews and she has to use reverse psychology on Alex because his first instinct is just to say no to everything. But if he thinks it's his idea, then he's likely to say yes to it. So she's like, how can I make this his idea that we need a doula? And so they're interviewing doulas. He's like, okay, tell me, oh, excuse me, what this is again. And she's like, well, postpartum doula helps you navigate 
into parenthood and find balance. And he's like, well, haven't we already done that? Haven't, aren't we already parents? Didn't we already navigate that, that territory? She's like, no, but this is for postpartum. It's very specific. Um, and then Alex is like, well, isn't that what grandmas are for? <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. So now I'm going to bring this up. It's been a hot button topic on my show before, so I won't get into it deep crystal, but um, Alex and Lauren have a strict shoes off in their home policy. They even have a sign to take your shoes off. <coughs> Excuse me. And so part of the interview process was going to be, let's see which of these doulas pays, not only pays attention to the sign, but takes their shoes off, right? Which, you know, I'll leave it at that, but you guys know how I feel. So first candidate, her name was Dana, um, and she came in kind of gangbuster. She said basically her and the dad would be working for the mom and working for mom and working for baby. So why mom sleep? showers, feeds the baby and rests, the dad and her will do all the work. Hey, Texas Gina. <coughs> Excuse me, you guys. I think there's something in my throat. Um, you know, Alex didn't like that. He was like, wait, what? You're putting who to what? What? That's not what we do in my culture. So he wasn't feeling that at all. Then, um, Diana was doula number three, and she was all about crystals and stones and energy, uh, but she didn't take her shoes off. So that was a turnoff for them. And she was a hypnotherapist. She works with energy and homeopathic remedies. And so by the third doula, you could see that Alex was kind of not for it. He's like, I'm, I'm doula'd out. But Teresa showed up and Teresa is doula number four. So she took off her shoes and she switched on to some inside shoes. Uh, she used hand sanitizer before she shook hands with them. And right away, you could tell that Lauren really liked her. And Alex was kind of impressed as well right away. And Lauren started calling her mother, Teresa. And she came in and she was confident. She was smart. All the things, you guys. So she said that she's a newborn care specialist, but her concentration is child development and um, child development and balance of newborns. And so she works with newborns all the way and exclusively to age three. That's all she does. Um and Lauren was like, oh, so how long do you work with couples all the way to age three? And she's like, no, that can get very, very expensive. And I'm very, very expensive, she said, probably the most expensive because I have a master's degree in this. Um, so I'm probably the most expensive person in South Florida. And Lauren started laughing because she's like, that's exactly what I told Alex when, he, when I married him. And he's like, yeah, I remember. And I haven't forgotten it. And yes, you are the most expensive. Um, but they continue talking and she says, you know, I'm going to put you guys on a schedule. 
from 7 p.m. to 8 a.m. That's that would be my hours. And I put you on a schedule and I sleep train you. I get you in a routine um, and, you know, whip you into shape. Uh, and she says, you know, Alex, I'll have jobs that are designated specifically for you. And by 8 a.m., you guys should all be set up and you can just go and enjoy your day with your kids. And he really liked what he heard. And he's like, you know, I think this might be worth it. And Lauren's like, wow, you had such a great idea, Alex. And he's like, yeah, I know. Thanks. So he literally did. She did that reverse psychology and she did that like, hey, he thinks this is a, his idea. And now he thinks it's a great idea. Boom. The doula that she wanted is the doula that she needed is the doula that she's going to get. So I thought that that was fantastic. And um, then we go back to uh, Lauren's parents. They're having brunch with her sister, Rebecca. Now, I haven't, I don't know why I didn't remember she had a sister. I don't know why at all. I just did not remember. But she has a sister. Her name is Rebecca. Um, and the mom came in ready to gossip and ready to stir some shit up. So she tells her about uh, Alice, Alex's mom moving to America and that she's moving in and living with them. And you could see that that jealousy was already starting. And then grandpa says, yeah, that's great for them. That's great that Alex's mom is moving in for them, but it's not so great for my wife. And I was like, well, why wouldn't it be so great for your wife? I don't understand. So like, what are you saying? You're not even talking about like the moving alone. You're talking about Alex's mom moving into the house. That's not going to be great for your wife. Why? I really feel like there's something going on there, you guys. There's like some type, besides just being jealous, there's like some type of a bit of animosity. Just the, just the tad. So um, the mom goes on to gossip and says, you know, they're thinking of moving out of state. And are you going to bring it up to her? And Rebecca's like, well, why would I? why would I bring it up to her? Like I can, but she's super hormonal right now and everything will be a fight, which I don't know from what we see on the TV. It doesn't seem like that that would be Lauren's personality, but I mean, sisters have totally different relationships and fight all the time. Absolutely. So there's that. And so the mom's like, well, you should bring it up to her and ask her, you know, if what her real thoughts on this and if this is something she wants or is this something that Alex is forcing on her. And then Rebecca says something that was interesting. She's like, well, I don't think that the move is a joint effort. So she thinks it's only Alex's idea. But we're hearing from Lauren that she's sick of South Florida. So, again, why are we trying to villainize Alex? Um, and then, so Rebecca says, you know, Lauren doesn't have a backbone when it comes to Alex. And Lauren's dad says that Alex is always right and has to make all the decisions. And again, I was like, why are y'all hating on him? Like, what's that story? I'm going to need to know what the story is that y'all think that he's what he's the head of his household. So I'm sure that they make the decisions together. And we've seen that Lauren is able to, you know, work her magic on him. So what are you saying? I think that maybe the things that you don't like, you don't want to um, associate with your daughter. You want to make a bad guy. So if there's going to be a bad guy, it can't be your daughter. It has to be your husband. It's weird. Anyways, um, her parents think that they're making the wrong decision. And so they want to do everything 
possible for them to do to not let these two or well not not let these two but not let this family move out of the state then lauren has a bit of a scare she's headed to the er she has been throwing up all night she left at nine and was at the hospital till 4 a.m she had a fever she has a bad bug so she's not feeling well she's she's um other sorts but baby Botin was fine and then it's two days later they were at dr santa's office and the doctor is making them go directly to the hospital because the doctor doesn't think that she's going to make it to 35 weeks so they were en route to the hospital she's in pain she's scared and alex is like this is deja vu because this is exactly what happened with baby shy they went to see uh, Dr. Santos and Dr. Santos sent them straight to the hospital. And by the time they left the hospital, they were plus one. Bishai had arrived. So um, they're worried because the sooner the baby comes, the longer he has to spend in the NICU. And what I did learn as well is that, you know, full term is 37 weeks. So you're really trying to get the baby to, to full term. So she is in the hospital. They're doing a round of shots, steroid shots in each leg to help uh, the baby's lungs if he comes out before the 35 weeks. Um, but they're trying to hold out for another week or so. 3.45 in the morning, um, she, they're back at home, but she's has feeling pressure. She's congested because she's sick. She's in constant pain. She hasn't been sleeping. Um, and so she's just not feeling very well. And so by the next day, they're heading back to the hospital. They drop Shy off, who is also sick at her mom's. And Lauren's sick, Shy's sick, but Alex is not. And she thought that she was having contractions. So off to the hospital they go. And she ends up being admitted, you guys, to undergo some more monitoring. But due to COVID protocols, the cameras were not allowed in at the time. So we saw a little bit of uh, camera footage from Lauren and also from Alex. So they have her on IV. They're getting blood work done to slow down or stop the contractions. Um, they're really trying to get her to a minimum of 35 weeks um, because they said that a 35-week minimum to be considered developed fully and 37 weeks is full term. But two hours later, she's hooked up to an IV monitor. She's having contractions. And by three hours later, the baby's coming out via C-section and Lauren is freaking out. She's not ready. Um, she's crying, just really upset. And Alex is a little like shocked, like they were not expecting to have the baby today. And we see the preview of next week and baby Bolton has arrived and she hears him cry and they whisked him away. Apparently he was having difficulty breathing. They did some suction and they sent him to the NICU. And all the while Lauren has not been able to hold him. And we see in next in the clip for next week's episode that she's still not feeling well. And because he's so little in the NICU, she she can't go see him and that is just making her so sad and i'm sure it would make any new mom sad you want to see your baby right away so i just felt for her i felt for the whole situation uh that was the episode 
Uh, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I know it's a weird little Friday show uh, and we didn't have, we're able to have it uh, earlier in the week just because of some of the other stuff that I do. Anyways, thank you guys so much. Make sure you like, 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 and subscribe. And for my Patreon subscribers, I'll see you in about an hour, no, half an hour uh, for our news and gossip. And everyone else, have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye for now.